We had one final stop on the road to WrestleMania in the land down under in Perth, Australia for the Elimination Chamber. Plus, recently SmackDown, The Rock has done a counteroffer. Let's talk about it. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Thank God for Wrestling Podcast. I'm co-host number one, CJ McClure. I'm co-host number two, Johnny King. We're talking about Elimination Chamber today, and we were also going to talk about SmackDown recently with The Rock's counteroffer to Cody Rhodes. We apologize for the delay in production. Life's been getting crazy. We appreciate you guys' patience. We're getting straight into it. Johnny, I don't know about you. I love the Women's Elimination Chamber match this year. I think it was better than last year. Everybody had their moment. I love the spots. It's Tiffy time, bro. Like, she is the future. What do you got to say? Bro, Tiffany Stratton, she's going to be our generation Charlotte Flair. She's going to be the biggest biggest woman star in WWE and all of wrestling probably in the next couple of years. I mean, she's just an athletic freak. This is only her third year doing this. Like, she's only going to get better, bro. Like, uh, there's really not much to say. It's, it's Tiffy time, bro. She's the next up. The, the the obviously the swanton off the pod was the best spot in the match you know um yeah man she 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 did a great job and she had a good showing in the elimination chamber all the ladies did good um becky obviously got the win who i was pushing for so we can get that Rhea versus becky match but yeah man what do you think about becky getting the win i was personally rooting for Liv. um i know we didn't talk about our predictions before the match i'm not opposed to becky you know we <laughs> talked about it in the wrestlemania conference Becky and Rhea have never faced each other before. I do think that is the box office match. I just wanted to see Liv have her WrestleMania moment and just kind of come full circle from when Rhea injured her, took her off TV, because I'm a Liv Morgan fan. Nothing against Becky. I'm a Becky fan, too. Just for the match, I was like, you know what? I'm going with Liv. Like, that's going to be my pick. She made it to the end. Becky eliminated her. So we got Becky versus Rhea. I just hope they're able to put Liv on the card. But... Just talking about some of the spots real quick. Love Naomi's split leg drop, like off the off the the chain dropping. Mm-hmm. That was really cool. What you just said. I mean, I mean, Tiffany Stratton is just such a great athlete. I mean, Michael Cole said itself, right now showing off. I mean, just her gymnastics background helps her so much in the ring. And just, I mean, Australia was behind her too, man. And I mean, not to get ahead of ourselves, I was at SmackDown last night, you know, in Glendale, and she was getting a good reaction. I mean, mm-hmm. In the exchanges, people were booing for Tiffany, and then they were cheering Naomi. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. Complete opposite. Excuse me. Cheering for Tiffany, booing Naomi. Mm -hmm. Nothing against Naomi. It's just Tiffy time, bro. She's the future. Yeah. I I mean, talked about that match, too. We'll get into it, but yeah. But nonetheless, I mean, Tiffany's the future. She did a great job. She sold the pod hits well. Very quickly, would you like to see Tiffany versus Naomi at WrestleMania, Johnny? Bro, based off their their SmackDown match, they have pretty good chemistry. I wouldn't mind seeing them just go for like a twenty minute banger, twenty five minute banger. I wouldn't mind that at all. If they if they took the time to build the story up, build a good feud up, Naomi has she's coming back from her itis from WWE, uh, trying to get her name back on the on the market, trying to get her stock back up. And here you have Tiffany Stratton, who's the newbie on the main roster, trying to prove that she can beat. Are great like Naomi. I feel like it would it would have some good story if they give them enough promo time and enough creativity. I feel like it could, it could go far. And I would say from last night at SmackDown, it was still a good TV match. Just my biggest criticisms that they just weren't given enough time. 
Mm-hmm. Obviously, SmackDown is only two hours. You know, you, you only have so much time. The opening segment was 30 minutes, but they have some potential there. And that's the route that they want to go. I mean, I think they can cook with that match. Um, I like the Raquel and Tiffany spot. I mean, they had a lot of spots in this match. You got to give the girls their flowers. Great mm-hmm. spot, especially between Bianca and Raquel with that DDT. I love, you know, live on top of the pod and they're coming up. She jumped and did a little senton bomb. That was a nice spot as well. Bianca sold that power bomb great. I mean, Stratton put her body on the line with the swanton off the pod, like you said. Mm-hmm. I mean, the the women's chamber match was better than last year's, and last year's was good too. I mean, like mm-hmm. they just they're the women are continuing to get better and get creative and innovative in these type of giving matches. So it's overall just solid opener. I was just supporting for Liv. No disrespect to Becky. Love Becky. But nonetheless, Becky versus Rhea is going to be a banger. For sure. So the tag team championship match between uh, Pete Dunn and, and Tyler Bate versus the Judgment Day. I'm just going to be a hater, bro. That that Catch Republic, the new Catch Republic, whatever, that tag team name ain't it. <laughs> Yeah, I heard that, and they they kind of like snuck it in on us. I was like, "New Catch Republic." I was like, "What is this?" Like, I don't know, but I mean, they they work well together. Do I am I a fan of the name? No. Do I think they could come up with something better? Yeah. Um, but you know how WWE is when it comes to naming tag teams. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was like those you can you can't put those two guys in a match and not have it be a banger. So, you know, sure, definitely. And what I liked about this match is. What was cool for me is that all four of these guys were in NXT. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then, you know, that they got a pretty good spot on the card. I know there's only four matches, but they were on a championship match together. So that was super cool. Dom got booed into oblivion by yep. her. Yep. So bro, just... he, Dom might have the most heat, bro. Like, honestly, I heard someone have a very hot take. They said, if you want to, Make him the most hated person in wrestling, have him beat Gunther. And I said, would I agree with that? No. But would I think that would be a crazy, crazy way for him to become more hated? Yes, I would. You know? And they kinda they kinda teased it on Monday. We we saw it a little bit, but I'd like to see them do that match on Raw. I don't want to see that match at WrestleMania. Nah, I think that's not a WrestleMania match. It's not a WrestleMania no. match. Definitely uh-huh. not. Tyler Bay jumping off the ropes the way that he does with the with his oh, arms yeah. out, like jumping off his shoulders yeah. is just so smooth, just so athletic. And I he mean, comes this back is just like the clothesline. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, just overall, man, this is just a solid match. I like the ending to it. And it just really made the tag team championships seem like a big deal. I feel like tag team wrestling on the main roster is starting to make a comeback. I think maybe Triple H kind of finally cut the code. Mm hmm. I'm I'm hoping DIY gets that Mania tag team match so they can win that Mania. I think that's what they're stalling for because DIY they didn't want them to get the shot right right now at Elimination Chamber. So I think Triple H is holding them off until Mania, which I really hope so. Um, but yeah, man, tag team wrestling is on the way back up. We got a we got a good amount of tag teams that are making a making a name for themselves. And Nick Aldis did briefly mention last night he wasn't able to finish it because he went to go talk to it was either Damage Control or LA Knight. I already forgot, mm-hmm. but. Mm-hmm. Said to New Catcher Pelly, was like, it's like, well, Pierce and I have been talking about the tag team, and then he got cut off. So maybe a tournament mm-hmm. to go into WrestleMania. Maybe he's got a unique idea, like last year the Fatal Four Way Tag Team match. We'll see. But yeah, mm-hmm. I agree with you. I think it's on the way up. 
The Grayson Waller effect with Seth Rollins and Cody Rhodes. <laughs> Freaking Seth, man, when uh, Waller said to throw up the ones to acknowledge Roman Reigns that he put up the bird. It was like, oh, whoops. <laughs> like, that's just... Dude, I just don't know why. If, if it's intentional or not, I don't know why they're making Seth Rollins look look like he's worthless, bro. This whole feud, they're just putting him down every chance they get. And this is only devaluing the championship he holds more and more and more. So I, I don't know what they're I don't know what they're doing. I don't know if they're planning for him to have a crazy, crazy like comeback and just take everybody out. I don't know, but Seth has definitely seemed like an afterthought in this storyline with Cohen and Cody and Rock and Roman. Mm-hmm. I don't like that. I mean, obviously, Rock is the biggest person in this storyline, and then Roman, and then probably Cody, just based off star power and just aura. But put some respect on Seth's name. You know, I mean, he's been here for a while now. Like, bro's a veteran. So I'm going to have a good question for you at the end of this video about The Rock's counteroffer and what Seth will play in this storyline. But we'll get to that in a minute. But Cody challenged The Rock. I thought this segment was fine. It served its purpose to, you know, further this storyline with Cody, Seth, and Rock and Roman. But I do have one good question for you about this segment that has nothing to do with that storyline. It also has to do with SmackDown last night. You think we're going to get Austin Theory versus Grayson Waller at WrestleMania or some way or another just because this is now the second time that Waller has thrown Theory under the bus mm. during SmackDown? I kind of see them. They're good together, but I feel like they could do magic being rivals and having that match at WrestleMania. So I wouldn't be opposed to it. I think that is where they're going because they don't have any more other opponents for them to they're like they're not obviously not going to compete for the tag team championship. So I think they're doing this so that they can end up turning on each other and then they can have that match at Mania. That would that would be a good undercard match for sure. I have a good hot take prediction. I think after WrestleMania, I think Theory is going to turn babyface. Yeah, I can see that. Austin Theory has so much potential. He just do- they just don't know how to present him. I guess like yeah, he doesn't he doesn't have the character. He he's a great athlete. He's got mm-hmm. a great move set. Just he just doesn't have the character yet. That's the problem. They figure that out. He he have, he has the potential to be like John Cena type, you know, like WrestleMania main event type. He's only twenty six, twenty five, something like that. Yeah, yeah. The future, yeah. the future's prime with theory. It's just you got to give him his proper character. Yeah. And then transitioning next is the men's elimination chamber match. So full disclosure, I was actually grubbing on some pizza during this match. I didn't take any notes, but none. I still think it was a solid elimination chamber match. I think it's going to be forgettable in years to come. Like For sure. it, it, this, this was not this was not dog water. I was entertained mm-hmm. the entire match. It was a solid match. Mm-hmm. It's just it's just not in the S tier of all time chamber matches. Like last year's men's chamber match for the United States Championship, that was much better. Yeah, in comparison to this one. For sure. But solid match. I mean, but I'll tell you, man, uh, Randy's acting, I guess, has gotten better because I really couldn't tell if he hurt his back or not. Yeah, bro. People were like, is he really hurt? Is he hurt or not? I was like, dude, I don't know. He looked like he wasn't playing at all. He looked like he was not acting. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Apparently, the time off did him good. So true. Um, I know they do it a lot, but that Bobby Lashley speared a Logan Paul through the pod. Bro, that, was, that was pretty legit. The spear through the pod never fails, bro. I don't care yeah. who does it. It never fails. It never fails. Crazy. <laughs> I do feel bad for Bobby, though, that he was, like, one of the first ones eliminated. I mean, obviously, it's going to happen to someone. I was like, dang, man, rip Bobby. But, 
But yeah, but Drew wins. LA Knight got screwed by AJ Styles. And that's actually some of the questions I want to ask you after this match. We, You know, we always talked about LA Knight versus Logan Paul. But Logan Paul just screwed Randy Orton and AJ Styles screwed Lo Lo LA Knight. So, I mean, how do you feel about that? I mean, obviously, we got time till WrestleMania. Yeah. We still got a month. but So, not to jump the gun, but what do you think about that? The seed's planning for that. I don't know. Obviously, Triple H has a message to his madness. So, I don't want to completely say I go against it. I just want to see where it goes. I do think LA Knight would be a better United States champion as opposed to Randy Orton. Because Randy Orton, he does not – he could – have his whole the rest of his WWE career without holding a belt, and it wouldn't get a belt wouldn't serve him any justice. So I think giving the belt tonight would help elevate him, show that he's capable of holding a title. Then he can move him to a world championship. But I guess we have to see where it goes, man. Um, LA Knight and Styles put on a banger, just like, um, just like Orton can. So well, I guess we'll have to see, man. Lo Logan Paul and Orton can definitely put on a banger. So I guess we'll just have to see where it takes us. For sure. I think there's potential in both. It's just not what I want to see. Yeah. I mean, I, I appreciate the fact that, you know, they do clearly want to put AJ Styles at WrestleMania because he hasn't been in as a at a WrestleMania match in what, two, three years. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I appreciate that. But I just think, you know, you, you go back to the summer when we started this podcast when LA nine, Logan Paul were beefing before the money, in the bank match, the writing's on the wall for that match. Obviously Logan Paul, and Randy Orton has some potential to it as well. That's star power all over it. And AJ Styles and LA Knight, they're friends in real life. So, I mean, they already got the chemistry, and I'm sure they could put on the banger. I'd just yeah. love to see LA Knight have his championship win, like you said, to elevate him. But we just got to stay patient. Um, hats off to Logan Paul, though. Did a great job in his first chamber match. Just continues to get better and better. So, kudos to him. And then our main event... Nia Jax challenged Rhea Ripley for the WWE Women's World Championship and Rhea's home country. Love that entrance. And although I've already I'm a, I've already been a fan of Rhea, for some reason, I've been listening to her theme song nonstop since mm -hmm. this match and her entrance. But I got a hot take about this match. I think this is the best match in Nia Jax's career so far. Yeah, so I'm torn. I don't know if this is the best match or her and Becky's Raw match was the best. That was pretty good, too. It was just – I'm going to have to watch both of them back again, like back-to-back, -back and see which one I put over which. But not. I don't care what anyone says, bro. As much as we may – as much as you may hate Nia Jax, as much as you may hate her old work in WWE, this return run has been pretty, pretty good. We have to give credit where credit is due. She has been booked correctly. She has showed up in the ring. She showed up in her character, so she she gets she she's doing good right now. I just think her overall wrestling ability has gotten better, and she hasn't, <laughs> as Stone Cold would say and Undertaker would say, there haven't been any bad nights in the business since she's been back. Like she hasn't drastically hurt anybody like she has in the past. And I was really impressed and loved the two power bombs that she delivered to Rhea back to back. I was impressed by that because I don't think she's ever done that before. So kudos to that. I say countless times that I love the the squash that she does, you know, because that's just a callback to Yokozuna. And I'm, I'm a big fan of Yokozuna. Rhea busted out some moves that she hasn't done before, you know, paying homage to Eddie Guerrero with the frog splash. Mm -hmm. The only thing I kind of cringed at was like the, the kick out that Rhea did after the splash. You could clearly <laughs> see Nia lift herself up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, what do you what else do you do? I guess, but Solid main event. I mean, this is now back-to-back -back years for some reason, Elimination Chamber, that someone's in their hometown or home country for the main event for a championship match. So 
Australia was very loud for Rhea as they should be. I mean, this was Rhea's WrestleMania before WrestleMania. I mean, it was awesome to see her family there. Awesome to see her celebrate with them. <laughs> I, I said to the guys I was watching this with, they were going to explode when Rhea would lift Nia over the Eradicator. Mm-hmm. And we we talked about how strong Rhea is, even just how high that she got Nia up. Hosh, dude, that was impressive. No, bro, that was that was on some like Andre the Giant Hulk Hogan type level stuff. <laughs> Rhea's a she she's strong, bro. She she put that off great. Hundred percent, but but bro, she did not. I'm sure this is in the script, but she did not have to add that shove to not his face at the end of the pin. Nah, nah. <laughs> that was disrespectful. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, another four match pay per view on the road to WrestleMania. I've seen a trend here, but maybe they just want to save all the star power for both nights of WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Solid stop on the way to WrestleMania. Solid pay-per-view. I just do think kind of like the men's chamber match. I feel like this pay-per-view in the chamber history is going to become forgettable eventually, with yeah. the exception of it being in Australia and Rhea Ripley was in the main event. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But nonetheless, solid pay-per-view. Really not that many complaints. But now transitioning to the recent news. One of your co-hosts went to SmackDown recently. The Rock and Roman Reigns had the opening segment. Came out, said acknowledge me multiple times. I don't know why he kept saying that. I can attest to it. It was loud in there, bro. Every time he kept saying that. And a lot of people were throwing up the ones when he came out and every time he was saying acknowledge me. So I don't know what Roman was on. I guess he was on that cactus loving crack that night. <laughs> but great opening segment. Rock comes out. Man, Johnny, I'll just tell you, this is the second time now I've seen Roman Reigns in person, Mm. live in this historical run. I saw him defend the title against Edge and Money in the Bank, and I've seen him in this segment. To use your words when you described Gunther, when you saw him live at Raw, just the presence of greatness, bro. Nah, literally. Presence of greatness. This is our generation's draw. Mm. And then to say that I've seen The Rock live Awesome, bro. I mean, just people cheered when his theme song hit, but then when he was about to get on the mic, that's when they booed. Mm-hmm. And I was really curious to see how Rock was going to make fun of us, like how he made fun of the Salt Lake City residents, <laughs> calling us cactus-loving crackheads. Live broadcast doesn't do it justice. Everybody was laughing when he said that to all of us. I mean, like, we were we wanted to see what he was going to say, and Dwayne's so creative when it comes to that. So hats off to Dwayne. He's killing it in this heel bloodline corporate role, whatever you want to call it. But when what really moved the storyline forward after making fun of all of us, Rock addresses Cody Rhodes, says no to his one-on-one match, does a counter offer with the tag team match, and added stakes to it. Seth and Cody win. Roman is all by himself. Roman and Rock win. Bloodline will be there. And it's Cody versus the world. So mm-hmm. first off, before we go any further for this segment, how do you feel about that, Johnny? Because we did talk about at the conference about the potential tag team match. Bro, I honestly, I wanted Cody versus Rock one-on-one, night one. That's what I wanted to see. I'm not mad with this. I just don't know where they're going to go. Are they going to go the route where Cody and Seth, they pull out the win, and then it's just Cody and Roman one-on-one. Are they going to do Rock and Roman win and Bloodline rules? But are they going to try to make Cody look like a superhero and take down all the members of the Bloodline? Cause I, can also see, I can also see them doing that, too. So I just don't know where we're going to go, but I don't know. How do you feel about it? 
bias because I was there for it. Mm. I'm all for it now, especially mm. because it has stakes to it now. It's mm. going to affect the night two main event. Mm. So I'm biased, of course. I, I hear you though. I think like, Cody versus Rock one on one. Like, you know, you said back at the conference video that you felt more inclined to see that match. I don't blame you. Let's not rule that out, though. Because if they're going to stretch out this Rock and Roman storyline now with the bloodline, who's to say we won't see Cody versus yeah, Rock? We get it. We get it. You're right. Right. But, I mean, I'm all for it. And, and look at it this way. We'll have a full, almost a full circle moment in a sense of the main event of the first WrestleMania was a tag team match with Hulk Hogan and Mr. T versus Roddy Piper and Paul Orndorff. I'm pretty sure it was Paul Orndorff. I think that's kind of cool that now the night main event of night one of WrestleMania 40, 39 years later, we're going to get a tag team main event. Mm-hmm. I think that's kind of cool. Um, and nonetheless, though, Johnny, we're going to see Cody and rock touch in the ring. So no, it's not like we're not going to get we're not going to get any type of interaction. Same thing with Seth and Rock. You know, I recently made a hot take on someone else's podcast. They interviewed me right before SmackDown, saying, "What's one of your hot takes that people not agree with?" And I said, "Maybe I think they should win with Rock versus Seth. That would have been a big box office thing." But we're still going to see him touch. I do find it interesting that now we're going to see Roman and Cody essentially pull double duty for both nights. Seth's going to pull double duty. I'm assuming yeah. he'll defend the title against. Uh, drew on night one unless if they change their mind on that and he'll do it night two but i'm honestly i'm here for it and i'm getting close to the questions i'm going to ask you about this tag team match so we'll come back to it rock's about to do his famous catchphrase roman grabs his arm to stop him mm-hmm. i was there everybody would oh like that rock slowly looks up i almost lost my mind because when roman stuck out his hand for the mic. I thought he was telling Rock to give him the mic initially, mm-hmm. but it was for Paul. So, like, I almost lost my mind at that. And then Rock essentially says, I'll do anything for my family, but I need one thing from you. Acknowledge me. So, do you agree with me, Johnny, when I say, is you watch Roman's body language and face when Rock is doing all the talking. Mm-hmm. Rock doesn't come out with the bloodline. He has his own entrance. Mm-hmm. He is in the bloodline. He doesn't come out with them. Mm. And then he takes control and he does all the talking. Like Paul Heyman said to Roman when Roman wanted to leave, well, my tribal chief, we're not done yet. He has to come out. You see his body language and face like in face expressions. There's sometimes he wasn't very happy. Mm. Like he didn't seem very thrilled. I think Roman did this because he needs that control. No, nah, he Would does. You- yeah, he does. Roman is a He's a sociopath. He's a narcissist. He needs to be head of everything. He needs to control everything. And he could not let Rod get the final words in that in that ring. 100% agree. And then Rock's taking off his glasses and, you know, they censored it on TV, I heard. But I was there. They started a holy sugar honey iced tea chant when mm-hmm. both of those things happened, when Roman grabs his hand, arm and then when he said, acknowledge me, Rock says, Roman Reigns, my family, I acknowledge you. They dab each other up, and then everybody, I chanted that you sold out, Chad. Yeah, I heard that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, told him he sold out, and Rock goes, well, let me explain something to you idiots. This is family. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's it's this is what it's all about. I've said it before, I'll say it again, and this is where I tie to ask my questions to you, Johnny. These are two big egos in the character realm, two big ego characters. Roman's a control freak, like you said, Rock is on is in the stratosphere. 
what is more likely to happen of these things I'm about to tell you? Rock turns on Roman in the tag team match. Roman turns on Rock in the tag team match. Or Seth turns on Cody in the tag team match. I've been seeing people say Seth is going to turn on Cody. I don't know if they would do it in WrestleMania or after WrestleMania. And I just don't see Rock and Roman having a fallout so early yet. If anything, I don't know. I don't know. It depends on if they want Roman to be babyface. That really just what it depends on, you know? Um, I feel like they could keep Rock in this heel character longer than they can keep Roman in this heel character because it's, it's about Roman's time to hang it up with the with this whole being a heel thing, after, especially if he loses the title. So this will be a perfect chance for him to get his babyface run and have his comeback. So I don't know. I don't know, man. It's, it's, hard, to, it's hard to tell. I feel like he can still stay in the heelish character for Roman because yeah. I would just like to just see when they eventually do go down Roman versus Rock at the right time it doesn't need to be it doesn't always need to be a black and white face versus heel feud it can just be two guys that just don't like each other or two egotistical control freaks in their family that want all the power mm. like I don't think it always has to be face versus heel but I think that's why I like the tag team match so much now because there's this sense of unpredictability of what's going to happen. It's mm -hmm. just like last year when Cody versus Roman faced, we genuinely did not know who was going to win. Yeah. So now I feel like the tag team match is the same way. I'm so leaning towards Cody will finish the story, but you, you really don't know, man. In, in the era of Roman Reigns, I say it's 60% chance for Cody to be Roman. The tag team match, I don't know who's going to win now. Yeah, I don't know. That's, I don't know. The tag team match is up in the air for sure. I do think they're going to give the belt to Cody at Mania, but the tag team match, I don't know. It just depends on what, which way they want to carry the story into the second night. As we always say, we shall see. The only last thing I'm going to say before uh, we end this video, because I don't have any more thoughts, is just one comment I want to say. When Rock said, like, Bloodline can do whatever they want, and he said Solo can sing the national anthem, and everybody started laughing at that, and everybody started a solo chant because of that. It was funny, bro. I honestly feel like because Solo's been on a losing streak, that kind of gave him the resurgence that he needed. Mm -hmm. You know, like with Rock essentially like endorsing Solo, even though it was a joke. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could tell Solo. Solo's so good at not breaking character. Like, it's it's crazy, bro. It's crazy. But yeah, that's... Definitely... But when he was doing this, yeah, you yeah, knew yeah. He, was, he was like trying to hide the laughter. Yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> But, yeah. but you know, you know what, man, despite the punk injury, despite the kind of wrestling civil war with we want Cody and we want Rocky match. I mean, I think Hunter and Dwayne are really doing their best to still cook with what they're given. For sure. For sure. They're, they're going to cook regardless. For sure. Yeah. I'm so excited for WrestleMania. I'll say that. But with all that being said, that's all the thoughts I have about Elimination Chamber and recent SmackDown. I know we went through it pretty quick, but. Uh, do you have any other thoughts, Johnny? I don't, man. I just want to know what's going to happen next. So we'll be tuned in Monday and Friday. So Just got to wait and see. But we appreciate you guys' patience. We hope you guys are enjoying the road to WrestleMania. I'm CJ McClure. Keep watching wrestling, and thank God for wrestling. Yes, sir. I'm Johnny King, man. Make sure to like, comment, subscribe. We'll see you on the next one. Thank God for wrestling. Peace.